Hello and welcome to episode 35 of Duck Sized Horses podcast, the comedy podcast that aims to answer the would you rather questions you've hopefully always wanted answered. I'm Nathan Harat. And I'm Jack Higgins. I got so excited. You got so excited, like a kid at Christmas over there, mate. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome back. We're back. We are back in DSH podcast. Before people write in, we're socially distancing. We've been very careful, haven't we, to make sure that we could do this. We have indeed. um, At the right time. Yeah. uh, Thank. Thanks to everybody for for bearing with. Yes. Thank you so much. This time as well, and obviously it goes without saying. Uh, I hope everybody listening has been safe and well Absolutely. and looking after each other uh, during this time as well. Um, we're, you've, you've, if you've been wondering where where we've been, we've just been just been keep keeping away from each other. Um, we could have recorded. We could have done it on in, Zoom and stuff. Yeah, in we, separate but... places. But it's part of the reason we do this is because we like hanging out together. We do. We um, do. So it's part partly for us as well. Um, it's just nice to be back in in the same room, back in DA, DSH HQ. It is lovely, um, and I don't want to kind of get too gushy early on, but here we go, Higgins. <laughs> genuinely, when I saw your car pull up, I genuinely got a bit choked up. That is oh, how happy mate. I was to see you, mate. Genuinely, oh, thank you. It's lovely to have you back. Oh, good. Oh. How has your sort of as we come out of lockdown? I suppose I don't. I re- I regret not regret. I refuse. <laughs> To say we're out of lockdown completely because I think that makes people a bit complacent. Mm-hmm. But I would say, as lockdown is eased, how has lockdown been for you and, and the family? It's been all right, thank you, mate. It's been good. been okay, been been manageable. And yourself? Yeah, good, good. I seem to have spent it. And we talked a little bit, kind of off air. I've spent it mainly working and also becoming kind of mixture of Monty Don and and. Uh, mrs beaton in terms of i've done a lot of like baking <laughs> a lot of gardening so uh, ba- baking's definitely i think it's something everybody's been jumping on with um yeah it's been some fantastic creations and some some not so fantastic ones i was telling you just you off there and this is a little word of advice for everybody if, if you if you have a little google uh courgette and lime cake <laughs> don't don't click the first one on bbc good food click on a different one on there uh, the yeah. first one, or or more to the point, read the comments. That it will let you know <laughs> if it's a good recipe or a bad one. Uh, suffice to say, I picked the the bad one, um, and it didn't really work. No, but I just I've just had a very lovely slice of lemon cake. Yes, and in cake news as well, we've we've just had some uh, fruit salad donuts. We have. Well. They were amazing. Uh, so so good. Yeah, um, very good. Long time listeners to the show will know we're a big big fan of cakes. Yes, uh, and a, a big fan of uh, Mr. Kipling cakes in particular, but these were actually donuts from Morrison's, which I have to say they're the, the pinnacle of donuts. Yeah, and I've got to be honest, I'm not a big donut fan, but that was very, very agreeable. I enjoyed that. Once you get over, as as I said, the kind of the shock of once you bite into it, it's a fruit salad sweet, isn't it? Inside with a kind of yellow and pink yes uh, appearance, and f- my brain is more savoury kind of focused and i thought it was cheese and ham at first it, which it, I'll, I'll be threw a, yeah, me a bit the 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 look of it does look like a, a donut filled with primula spread <laughs> yes yeah that's that's a great description um but yeah wholeheartedly recommend uh them yes 
uh anyway, we're 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 here to to do episode 35 for the, the long yeah. anticipated return yes. as well yes um, absolutely before we jump on with our question we've got a, a little bit of admin to we have we've got quite a lot of admin as jack said thank you first of all to everyone who has sort of been patient and waited for this episode um thank you to everyone that's sort of got in touch with us over over time um we've had a competition entry which we will get on to bit later and a kind of a personal thank you from both of us Higgins to Mm -hmm. um to Curtis who bless him sent in a lovely list of questions um, for the spreadsheet of wonder they are absolutely incredible Um, yeah Curtis honestly mate that that, this list of questions is absolutely incredible yeah it's brilliant so and he has um he's received his duck already pre-signed this was before covid bless him he sent it to us um and obviously we haven't been on air i suppose is the the phrase so thank you to him last sort of bit of admin i suppose is the score and i've almost forgotten about the scores yeah to be same fair. as well um they are currently nathan herat 18 jack higgins 17 oh so you've wow been, you so have this... been if i remember rightly um and i'm sure people will correct me i think you are on a five episode winning streak or something like that oh so, so this, yeah. this could be the one that brings us back neck we and neck. It could be all level. So, if it, you know, the more eagle-eyed or eagle, eagle-brained eagle <laughs> or eared or nosed <laughs> among you will, will know that 18 out of 17 is, is 35. But we we shared a point for, you know, we give ourselves a point each for one. So we have, we've shared there, a few. There yeah. is one extra point in that tally yeah. uh, before before you write in yeah. and get all Carol Vorderman or Rachel <laughs> Riley about it yeah. with uh, with your maths. Um, but yeah, thank, thank you for, again, uh, just echoing what everything that Nathan has said for, for keeping in touch and listening listening away. Yeah. Um, it's been really nice to see people still listening on, on our uh, on our website. Yeah, it's been great. It's been going on. Last two, sort of two final bits of admin, I should say. Um, we'll come on to the the sort of just a reminder, if you like, a refresher for people, because it's been quite a long time since we've done one of these. But I think a last thank you, Higgins, and I'm sure you'll echo it, is just to all the key workers across the country and across the world that have been working so incredibly hard during and, this pandemic. And that still are. And still are, absolutely. Just, uh, I think, a massive thank you. I'm sure it will mean a lot <laughs> to them that we're saying thank you, but I think it's important that we do so. And just a refresher, Higgins. So for for anyone, if this is your first episode, welcome. We're we're delighted to have you. What is this about, Higgins? So, uh, as as you said in our intro, we we're answering all the would you rather questions you've hopefully always wanted answered. So the question's going to come in a little moment's time, and it's going to be: Would you rather do X or would you rather do Y? So. If you listen to episode one of our podcast, is where our name came from, it's the, the classic question, would you rather fight uh, one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? <laughs> and uh, that's, that's the whole whole theme of the show. So there's lots of silly would you rather questions in the meantime. Uh, we're going to argue it out. We're going to pick out both sides of each other's argument or pick apart the, the different arguments if we both end up picking the same yeah. and at the end of the episode whoever's made the most convincing argument wins a point yeah it's, it's that simple really it's not yeah. not complicated so with with all that in mind you ready mate i'm ready for for this question right so well uh, after i've read the question we'll sort of ping over to the polls because we did a twitter poll as well which is great thank you to those people that got involved 
Um, so here we are, Higgins. Question 35 for episode 35. Would you rather have a pet that chooses someone else or that chooses you? Before you answer, let's go to the good people of Twitter. So uh, it has been a landslide. Really? 100%. In favour of a pet that chooses you. Right. So, uh, probably do well to a little bit of explaining yes, please. here as well. <laughs> I know you wanted a little bit of clarification on what the question meant. So, the two choices are, would you rather have a pet that chooses someone else or a pet that chooses you? So, if you had a pet that chooses someone else, this is a pet that you own, that you are responsible for. You buy all its food, you take it to the vet and everything. But it's it would rather be elsewhere. Okay. Okay. It would so rather, not, it, yeah, it would rather be with someone else. It's not keen on your company, is, is it? The, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so that that probably gives a, a lot of um, uh, backing to uh, a lot of people's choices and why it's gone one hundred percent. So uh, a pet that chooses you, yeah, uh, is one. Uh, it's an animal that is is besotted with with you and your company. Oh, delightful. So. Um, so that question again is, would you rather yeah. have a pet that chooses someone else or a pet that chooses you? And it's me to answer first, it is isn't it? you to answer first. I would rather have a pet that chooses me. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's love. I've got I've got two cats. You do? Um, and much to the, the amusement of myself and to the annoyance of... Uh, my wife Abby, she, uh, they, they both, both cats prefer my company. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so they, 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 they will always sit on my lap. Uh, so Lu- Luna likes sitting on my lap. Salem likes sitting as close to my face as he can possibly as get. Um, he also likes like headbutting my chin. Uh, a couple of times he's tried biting my chin as well, right. but in like a in a little kind of affectionate way. Yeah, like a little nip. Just right, to, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's what and and it's very lovely to to be loved by another animal. Yeah. That being said, I'm sure they're just uh, amusing themselves near me, <laughs> yes. so that I can go and get them some food. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what all animals do. They just <laughs> yeah. that's that's just all they they focus on is food. But yeah. it is very lovely um, to be. To be to be thought of fondly by another creature. Yeah. Uh, that being said, <laughs> if it's an animal that chooses you, you don't have any choice over the matter. So yeah. it's very nice for the, the pets that I own. Own, but you chose to own those. Yeah. Um, if I didn't choose to own them, say yeah. for example, I wasn't a cat person. Yeah. And two cats had came over i'm i'm sort of i'm presenting you're presenting a, the, the, yeah. the argument in the other way well, i shouldn't yeah. really be doing this um but it would be very very bad if uh yeah an animal say i was allergic to so if, if i was allergic to cats and the cat was like you're i'm your pet now <laughs> that'd be terrible you wouldn't be bothered by the fact no. that it spoke to you just the... oh uh, <laughs> maybe yeah maybe that's uh, that's one of the points i wanted to raise to you higgins um that was very much like sort of Prime Minister's question time. <laughs> Sorry. Um, when it is a pet that chooses you, is it literally the pet turns up at the door or you come home from work and it's just there? Or are you involved in the choosing process to some extent? So are you told... Oh, no, no, no. You, you, you're not... in there and, and pick, you know, there's a cat in there for you. No, no, no. Or... You, you just, you come home and it's, it's there. 
Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and uh, despite your best efforts, it's it's never not going to be there. It's never okay, and you get no um, you get no warning about this, so you have no time. No, no. To sort of plan the because obviously getting a pet, the financials, the the logistics. Yeah, you, of it, you, you need to you need to go to pets at home. You, you need do. to buy a bowl and, and yeah. uh, like a carrier and a bed and all all the the rubbish that comes with owning yeah. a pet. If um, it's a cat, obviously. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but no no choice at all. Yeah. It's it's just there. Yeah. And you um, just have to put up with it. Yeah, and it's uh, and but it's immediately besotted with you. Oh, nice. So nice. that that is that is nice, but. Again, could could be on the opposite side of things. <laughs> you you may not like <laughs> cats at all, especially if it was like a gross animal as yeah. well, like a pet dung beetle. Yeah, if it's an inappropriate pet. Because like imagine if this moved or it's pooing as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, I can't imagine people have a pet dung beetle. I bet some people do have a pet dung beetle. Well, isn't there like uh, some other animal that just likes poo? Hippos. Hippos. In fact... Pets, the pet hippo story for you, right? Okay. Um, I think this was in the Metro. They're not really popular pet animals. I mean, they... Well, allow me to enlighten you, Higgins. So, as I say, I think it was in the Metro. There was a couple that wanted to pet, had chosen to have a pet, um, and they couldn't decide. Like, the wife, I think, wanted a cat because they both worked, you know, mm-hmm. kind of crazy hours, and, and cats are a little bit more kind of independent. Whereas the the husband is has always grown up with dogs, wanted a dog, and kind of you know was pushing for for sort of team dog, <laughs> and then they decided to compromise and get a hippo. Wow, that's <laughs> that is quite the compromise. It is, yeah. Um, I I'm I'm pretty sure I'm I'm right in saying um hippos are, are like super dangerous. They're aren't very they? dangerous. Very yeah. aggressive. Very territorial. I should just say this was in South Africa. This wasn't just like. You know, somewhere local. Basingstoke. <laughs> yeah, Kingswood. Um, but. <laughs> so, yeah, hippos Hippos are super... Di- and, like, they they kill quite a lot of people. They do, They're yeah. very, again, very aggressive. Yeah. And they, and do, and they do love poo. Like the upkeep as well of a hippo. I don't really know... I've seen one eat, not, like, in real life, but on, like, a really wild show. Yeah. Or... Quality. Yeah. Like... They fed like an entire loaf of bread to a hippo, oh, right, and he okay. like it was just, it was it was like it was eating like a a dough ball, you know, like the little yeah. ones you get at Pizza Express. Just knocked it back. Yeah, straight down. Are they like no sauce or anything? <laughs> Are they omnivores then, or like? I think they're just uh, just big old um, like food dustbins. Yeah, just you can give anything. Yeah, they'll they'll quite happily eat anything. I don't, they're not carnivores. No. Um, I didn't so think they were, but I wasn't sure if they. Made. So it's mainly yeah, just fruit and stuff. But yeah, this this hippo just demolished a, a, a huge uh, loaf of bread. I've seen a similar one as well. Like you can look this up on YouTube, like a hippo eating a watermelon. Wow! Because like and their jewels are so yeah, we are they're, they're big. big and strong. It just destroys this watermelon. Um, but yeah, I, I I can't imagine having one as a, a pet. No, they're bulletproof as well. Hippos. Uh, wow. So, yeah, little, good, good little defense, s- I suppose. Side side fact for you there. <laughs> I want to know how you found that out, Higgins. <laughs> well, put it this: I'm not allowed back at Longleat anymore. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah. if if you had a if you had a pet, yeah, um, that chooses you, you you have no say in the matter. Okay, so it just turns up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what what 
what way have you gone? Have I've you... gone the same way, actually. You'd rather have a pet that chooses you. I'd rather have a pet that chooses me. Um, although I've maybe taken it down a slightly different angle. Um, in the sense that I'd have a pet that chooses me because, like you said, you know, it'd be lovely to have something that, that's so affectionate and, and loving. But I would create some kind of outsourcing pet system, almost like a pet loan ah. company. for Because that was one of the reasons... I thought if there is, you know, a pet that chooses someone else, there's that element of rejection that it's chosen someone else. And, and there are people that would be desperate to have a pet, but maybe aren't able to, or, mm-hmm. you know, like we talked about the financials of it. So I would maybe have the pet, but also loan it out, give it to people that wanted company, a bit like a therapy dog type thing. Um, or I suppose you could get a therapy cat, you know, kind of for people to, to, to experience a pet without having the the downsides of cleaning up mess and all that kind of stuff but also as a good if they're thinking about getting a pet it's almost like a what do you call it like a trial period sort of thing oh yeah that's so what you mean see if but then if the pet suited them but then they wouldn't have any say or they might have a say yeah, but then true. it might it might be the opposite way around the pet might prefer to be with someone else so yeah they, you they, could i could push them away couldn't i, I yeah Maybe that's maybe this is like part of the duality. So your you have a pet that becomes besotted with you. Oh, yeah, is actually someone else's pet. Yeah, well, my pet <laughs> doesn't, doesn't want doesn't want anything to do with them. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That um, there it's it's quite a sort of a cliched thing, but that, like with with neighbourhood cats, there's always like a, a thing with a little old lady who like yeah feeds them extra dinners and stuff. Cat We've actually ladies. got some cats that try coming up to our back door because they're little old lady used to live in our house before we lived there yeah. used to feed the feed the cats yeah uh so yeah lucky cats get two dinners um, <laughs> do, you, do you still feed them higgins or have you oh no 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 just we we fuss them and you stuff fuss them, okay. when they they come around so that's yeah. always quite nice but yeah they can't give them any food are the kind of stra- i say stray cats are the other people's cats as affectionate to you and abby as as your own or oh yeah yeah uh, but again, I think that's more like a, a food-based yeah. thing than anything else. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think I could handle the rejection if it I was, was going. Yeah, I was going to say, why did you not pick the other? The sort of choosing someone else. Well, it would be good, and it would it would sort of relieve you of a lot of the sort of care duties, I guess. Yeah. So that's if, true. if you, but you, I guess you'd still be responsible for like all oh, vet bills and so it's food would, and it stuff. Would sort of, it would come home of an evening. Yeah, but it would but it wouldn't disappear again. Yeah. It, like think of it like as a like a, a I guess almost like it when you when you're a teenager you just you just in and out all the time and you just want to spend more time with your mates than well. at home. <laughs> um, yeah, no I know what you mean. Um so yeah like like that that kind of thing. Um but I yeah I don't think I could handle that. Would you see like we've talked of a lot about the kind of rejection of it choosing someone else mm-hmm. would you see that choosing if you know what i mean like see the cat going to someone else and being absolutely ecstatic at their presence I or would it so, just yeah. happen yeah you in would a day yeah. but the the benefit there is you get to choose the animal so oh okay what what animal would you choose it's gonna go away with someone else Oh, but what would you choose? And I'll, I'll I'll throw this out even wider. You can you can choose a, a normal domestic animal. You can choose an exotic animal. You can choose a fictional animal. 
Well, I mean, a fictional. Oh no, no. I was going to say a fictional animal is going to be pointless because it'll just be a book that turns up at their, <laughs> <laughs> at their house. Um, right. Let's see. Who do I hate the most? Um, no, I think I would. If it was an animal that I, you know, that chose someone else, mm-hmm. I'd probably go cat. Not yeah. because I have anything against cats, but because I haven't really grown up with them, so I'm not as clued up on the kind of yeah. Um, yeah I know what you mean. Appro- approach to them <laughs> you know what i mean like to to the kind of care and upkeep of cats um so i would probably pick a cat yeah i think what, what animal would you see he you, you sort of teased it a little bit then Did when I? you said like oh no who do i don't like because <laughs> your brain immediately went to like picking like an absolutely diabolical animal yeah. that you could just burden somebody else with. <laughs> like a camel. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine coming home and there's a camel just besotted with you, but someone else has been like, oh, well, sorry about this. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, there's a lot you don't know about me. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I'd have to go for... Um, uh, so I want to say something like a dragon or something, but then I think it'd be quite cool to have a dragon companion yeah. I mean, if you're you going to have one you certainly would be burdening someone with a dragon let's oh be yeah fair. definitely um it's almost like you know in the old like series of pokemon um and in like the games and stuff you had to reach like a certain level before the uh, it sort of respected you and yeah it's that that kind of that thing, kind of thing yeah. i think but it's perpetual and it the animal always dislikes you <laughs> like someone else so i think i I don't know. I'd have to go for if it's going to be with someone else. I don't want to put them out too much, but then I don't want them to. I I I think maybe like a really disappointing animal, like like a hamster or something, or a sea monkey, or some something nocturnal. Yeah. Oh, sea monkeys a great one actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. There we go. Pet sea monkeys, yeah. but it prefers someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the tank and everything would still be at <laughs> yeah. my house. I'm not sure how the sea how monkeys. Would the sea monkey travel. I don't know. Rainy day. Yeah, they'd have to wait for a big puddle. Can sea monkeys? <laughs> can sea monkeys drive? That's a Google search I'm doing later. <laughs> can, I'm doing it now. Can you sea? Actually can sea monkeys drive? Um, <laughs> That's not. But yeah, so but because then I guess. Um, if they'd arrive at someone else's house, yeah, they you'd be you'd be surprised to learn that they cannot drive. Oh, um, I'm disappointed. They'd arrive at someone's house because they're so small, they yeah. wouldn't know that they were there. Um, I guess as well that like it would fall on the other person, sort of make them cozy. Yeah. Is that the right phrase? Make a sea I, monkey cozy. I haven't really thought about the comfort of a sea monkey, to be honest. So they'd have to have their own sort of like little. Tank set up and everything at home. Contemporary tank, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh dear. Say we weren't trying to burden people with sea monkeys, (laughs) (laughs) which is a hell of a sentence. (laughs) Um, If you, as we said, the pet chooses someone else, but you get to choose the pet. If you knew someone who really wanted a cat, for example, could you then use that opportunity for them to become the person the cat loves? Yeah, but then I don't think the cat would necessarily go for that person he might have his own thing oh, made up true. so you, say say for example oh of course because they choose don't they yeah so you can't influence them. yeah 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 so you you could you, you make down the road 
be like, oh, I really want a cat, and you'd be like, well, actually, yeah, my my cat doesn't want anything to do with me, but your cat might want to go and hang out with someone in uh, Thailand or somewhere. I mean, fair play to it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, Thailand. it's quite the trek. <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't see it for quite a while, especially, no. again, because I, I assume a lot like sea monkeys, cats can't drive. I, I think I feel another Google search coming on. Oh, here we go. Um, but we, uh, yeah, again, you'll be surprised to learn that no, cats cannot drive. Oh. Um, so, I yeah, I, I, think, I think you'd have to choose something that you wouldn't feel disappointed yeah losing or so again yeah babe sea monkeys aside i'd probably go with something like something nocturnal something yeah like a hamster or a mouse because they're they're nice pets they're good starter pets they're like yeah gateway pets rabbits yeah they're not nocturnal though are they but But. once they're yeah there's very very limited amount you can Mm. do with a, a hamster or so i feel like i don't know the novelty would wear off quite quick. True. Does the person that the pet chooses have any kind of say in the pet's life, if you know what I mean? Is it involved at all in, like, buying toys for it and... Oh, and, yeah, 100%. And stuff like that. So, uh, well, I guess it's, it's more down to how, how much you want to be involved okay. with this animal that's just turned up. So say say it's a hippo. Yeah. Uh, how... how let, let's... let's Here's a nice little thought experiment then. If a, if a hippo was... If you were to come home and there was a hippo here, how much effort would you go into making sure the the hippo was having a good time? Um, what breed of hippo would it be, Higgins? Would it be the uh, regular or pygmy hippo? Because I am partial to a pygmy hippo. Not as like a sandwich filling, but as like a... I do like... As a, like one of my favourite animals is generally the pygmy hippo. Little, little tiny hippo. Um, no, uh, just just regular. a full, full-size, big old... Big old hippo. Big old hippo. Um, I mean, I'd be surprised. There'd be an element of shock. I mean, yeah, what, what, what would you do to, like, what, how much effort would you put into ma- making the hippo feel at home? Um, I mean, of course, I'd try. I'd try and do that with any guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose the logistics of it would be a bit of a nightmare because I don't... Bearing in uh, mind, it yeah. won't leave you alone. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's going to be tricky, especially if, when I'm going to work. That's a That's a difficult one to explain. Yeah. I'm oh no! You could you could leave it at home, I guess. Yeah. Pets don't ever rarely go with people That's to true, work. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah, you'd have to you'd have to build like a, a great big pond in the garden. Would, yeah. Um, we don't have a lot of space here either, so that would be a real. I'd struggle. It would have to uh, sleep in the garage. Yeah. Have to have one of those big old like things that you see on farms and in zoos where they, it's like a big circle with like a grate in it that they can yeah. sort of like a feeding like a little thing. trough sort yeah. Of thing. yeah yeah that's a word that's the one <laughs> <laughs> you said every other word but trough there yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a it's like a thing with food it's like a big <laughs> container <laughs> that animals eat from if it wasn't i mean obviously that would be really difficult with a hippo are you then sort of contractually stuck to it if you know what i mean can you you can't ever get rid of it like it will keep coming to you because it's chosen you, if you know what I mean. Yes. Even though someone else owns the hippo. Yes. So you own the hippo. Yeah. So say, say for example, Dave down the road, he'll, yeah. he'll come up. If he, it's got a bit of an awkward question, but it's my hippo here. <laughs> yeah. He might, yeah, sorry. Yeah. 
I've just started building a pond in the back garden. And he'd be like, oh, all right. But then you could sort of like saddle him with any sort of vet's bill. So I guess you could invoice him for all the, the, yeah, the work you'd so, have yeah. to do. I mean, that's tricky though, isn't it? That's a tricky situation. Hmm. I don't think there's there's a real real way around it. No. Um, if it was a cat or Cats a dog, are more manageable. Yeah. How much effort would you go to then? Yeah, quite a lot. I think. I think I would. As I said, like predominantly, I'm more a dog person. But I think if the cat was coming and was kind of affectionate to me, it would be a good way for me to kind of learn more about them and and play with them. Um. So yeah, I think I'd be I'd be up for that. Oh, lovely. Um. I I don't think I've got any more questions for you. On, no, I, on don't, it at I all. don't know if I've got any for you. To be fair, mate, I think we're we've exhausted it. So how are we, how are we going to split this up? Who's who's uh, going to? Um, I mean, we've both gone for the same thing. Is so it my, is it a return of the old coin flip? That would be my initial thought. Unless you want to go a point each, or oh. it's up to you, really, mate. I'm I'm handing responsibility. I might take my chances with a coin flip because this could be me back in the game. It could be rather than keeping it one point ahead. Uh, Have you got a coin? No. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a second. Okay, Nathan's going to flip the coin. I am, I don't know why I stood up, sorry. I stood up then, that was very formal. Okay. Um, What, do you want to call it? I'm going to go with heads. Okay. Oh, that was an awful toss. (laughs) I'll do that again. Oh, it's tails, Higgins. It's tails. You've crawled ahead. I have. Oh, Oh, wow. Thank you. I've got... Oh, I, the streak is over. <laughs> yes. Oh, right, this is, this is like when, when The Undertaker lost at WrestleMania oh, all over again. What a moment that was. Oh, wow. So, uh, 1917. I've got to be honest, that was probably one on one of the worst coin tosses the world has ever seen. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> but I'm uh, taking it. I'm taking it. The, uh, the in- independent adjudicators... Uh, we'll just take look at the result as is. Yeah, they'll just take it. They'll the coin did. It. The coin did turn in the air, so there's there can't be any no, fault with the that. The problem is I did it with my left hand, which is not my stronger side, ah. and uh, I essentially just dropped a coin. Oh dear! <laughs> rather than tossed it, but still, I'll take the point. Oh, congratulations! Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Um, so that's that's episode thirty-five. That um, is. Uh, next week or next month next or whenever yeah. whenever we end up doing this again, uh, we'll we'll jump onto um, one of your questions or one that the spreadsheet of wonder spits, spits out, out at us. At us, absolutely. Um, it's competition. Time. It is. Should we talk about the competition, Higgins? So we have had a competition entry um, while we were on lockdown. Actually, um, Jill sent us a fantastic video of um, Japanese horse racing which I massively encourage anybody um, to watch. If you're feeling a bit low, feeling a bit down, need a bit of cheering up, YouTube, <laughs> Japanese horse racing, it's incredible, Higgins, isn't it, it's, to be fair? It's fantastic. Absolutely incredible. I mean, hard to describe. I, I can't really... Yeah, so uh, if you, when you type it into Google, if you come across into YouTube, if you come across just regular old horse racing, that's the wrong video. Look, yeah, look step away from that. Yeah, look for the the weirdest one you can see. Maybe not the weirdest. Um, go for the for the one that just you, you see it and you're like, oh, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, and that's that's the one. You'll know it when you see it. I, I don't know how how better else to describe yeah. it. Yeah, I suppose that. the one like clue, if you like, we could give is it doesn't involve real horses that's how you know you're on the right video if you're seeing an actual horse no step away from it 
have another look. <laughs> so uh, the competition yes. is to send us in a photo or a video of a duck or a horse, real or not real, or virtual, or yeah. virtual in this case, um, or any content related to um, to ducks or horses. Yeah, we're not strict, are we, Higgins? No. Um, you can also uh, send us in some questions or a whole huge list of questions like Curtis yes, did. he did brilliant. Um, and you can win yourself a, a signed rubber duck, which is signed by who? Signed by me. And me. Um, and you can you can do all of those things and you can also get in touch with us uh, and uh, ask us any, any silly questions and send us competition entrance and all kinds of stuff by doing the following. Yes, yeah, so you can you can tweet us at DSH Podcast. Our Facebook page is Duck Sized Horses, or you can email us at DuckSizedHorsesPodcast at gmail.com. As Jack said, use those contact details to enter the competition. But just get in touch with us. We really I know we say it every time, Higgins, but we really love hearing from you. If you think there's something duck or horse related that we should be aware of, get in touch, let us know. If you have some kind of issue with one of our episodes, you know, get in touch. If we love to hear your answers as well. If you want to answer the question, give us your reasons, uh, you know, for or against. Please do feel free. Um, it's it's always great to hear from you, as I say. Yes, um, and again, just a, another quick little throwback to uh, towards the start of the episode. Thank you so much for for bearing with uh, over the past few months. I know. Also, as well, we we had a uh, a live show planned we did. for our birthday for for episode thirty six. Um, needless to say that that's uh, not happening for for a little while yet. Yeah. Um, but we will have a little brainstorm and figure out if there's anything fun we can do in the meantime. Just a quick one, Higgins. You said you'd speak about the website because we've had a few people contact oh, yes. about that. So our our website is temporarily under maintenance. Uh, it will be back up soon, but it's uh, DuckSizeHorsesPodcast.com. Uh, it is, yes. And you can hopefully visit it again soon. It's just having a little bit of a, a refresh and a refurbish. Lots of very long and boring reasons why. <laughs> uh, mainly to do with how much the, the company that we were hosting with um, were charging. Yes. But hey, if there's any uh, advertisers out there like... I don't know, Squarespace or <laughs> or any of the other ones you hear on other podcasts who wants to just chuck us some money for a nice little plug like we did then. <laughs> you get that little five seconds for free. Uh, we, we, we'd like to, to take that. Absolutely. And for free. those people who, are, as I said right back at the beginning, if this is your first episode and you, you've enjoyed it and you want to hear more, search for us on YouTube or iTunes and you'll find all our episodes up to date so that you, you shouldn't miss any. Um, while the website is is going through its changes, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, little trip to pets at home then. Absolutely, mate. This podcast is part of Brit Pod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.